Hello and welcome to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. I am Tyler Hayward. Be sure to check us out on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Like, share, all those platforms. If you'd ever, just be ever so kind to do that. Uh, you can find us on the Facebook page as well, the Trouble with the Snap podcast. We are in the middle of our series where we are breaking down position by position. Uh, we've done the defensive backs. We've done the wide receivers. We've done the running backs. Now we're going to knock out the last skill position today. Uh, but we are hoping we are uh, hoping you guys are getting ready. I'm starting on now with this podcast with Anthony Ianni getting ready to talk about. Uh, look, I mean, normally we kind of then we can pros and cons. Overview of the position. Can we introduce like who the we think the starter is going to be? Hey, I, I don't think there's any question who the starter is going to be at the quarterback spot this year. I mean, I swear there was going to be some controversy at the for the quarterback position. I mean, oh, that might be a different school down the road. Um, no, I agree with you, man. I mean, everybody <laughs> knows who who QB one is in Michigan State. I mean, it's Peyton Thorne, and you know, after the year he had last year, I mean, obviously there's going to be high expectations for him again this year to lead the offense, especially without K nine in the backfield. So, I'm excited to see what you know Peyton's going to do this year, and obviously, you know, I'm also interested to see who's going to be his backup as well. Yeah, and uh, that's one of the things that we'll talk about in a second. But man, the, the thing I really like about Peyton Thorne is, okay, so one of our uh, mutual acquaintances, one of our mutual friends, uh, he sent a he sent me a link this morning. All right, and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about when I tell you what the link is. Is it's uh, one of those Woodward Sports uh, things, and it was that show that uh, Braylon Edwards is on. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, but he he was ultimately talking, and they did like a little overview of Michigan State. You know, are they gonna? You know, which of the how many of the big three games are they gonna win? You know, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, and stuff like that. And you know, one of the talking points during their entire thing where they were predicting records and all that is they talked about the absence of K-9, which obviously you mentioned, how that's going to impact Peyton Thorne because, and I'm going to quote Braylon here, Peyton Thorne had some bad games near the end of the year. Okay, maybe that wasn't his quote, but summed up, that's pretty much what he said. And I'm going to go out and say that's not entirely accurate. Not at all. Now, now during, like, around halfway through the year, his turnovers picked up. But I want I want you to go back and look at those turnovers. And I'm going to use the Michigan game as an example because he had two turnovers in that game, right? Mm-hmm. Two, two picks, both of them early. The second one almost killed my soul. I was sitting in Spartan Stadium. But... Both of those picks were the same types of interceptions that he threw all year. And what that what I mean by that is is it was third and long. He was flushed to the left side of the field. There was nowhere to go. He couldn't run for the first down because obviously he's mobile enough to do that if necessary in some instances, but just based upon where the defense was, it wasn't going to happen. 
And he just chucked it to the end zone and pinned Michigan inside the two-yard line. Like, to me, that that's a sacrificial arm punt. If Jaden Reed goes – was it Reed or Naylor? Who, whoever it was, if they go up and they get that ball, hey, guess what? You lucked out. If not, who cares? Because you pretty much just punted the ball away. It was third down anyways. And then his other interception was off a tip at the line. Now, that is something quarterbacks do have a little bit of control over, but those aren't entirely on him. And so, to me, I think the talk about Peyton Thorne's turnovers, which was a talk, uh, like I said, the second, the second half of last season, I don't think they're 100% on him, and I don't think they're, you know, necessarily all that bad either. I, it's not like I sat there and watched Rocky Lombardi throw five interceptions against Rutgers. Right, exactly. And here's the thing, too, and here's what Braylon Edwards and Ryan Armani failed to forget. Like, they, they failed to forget this one. Peyton Thorne beat Michigan, and he made the big-time throws when he needed to. I mean, look at Aiden the Hutchinson right in his face to Jalen Naylor. Right, exactly, and like, and look at the the fourth and five thirty yard pass that he threw to Jaden Reed to set up the one yard touchdown round that got the that got the rally going. Don't forget the slam pass to Trey Mosley to cut it to eight. Don't forget the lob it up to Jaden Reed to tie the game up. So, no disrespect to Braylon Edwards and Ryan Ar- and Ryan Armani. Like I know Ryan; he's a really good guy. Nice, he's a, he's a good friend of mine. But when it comes to Michigan athletics, I mean, we all know that show is pro-Michigan. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's so pro-Michigan. And, like, and for Braylon Edwards, I know I'm going off topic here. For Braylon Edwards to say that Michigan's going to go 4-0 against their rivals, you know, Michigan, Mich- or Michigan State, Ohio State, Iowa, and then Penn State or whatever, I'm going to tell Bray, I'm just going to say this right now. They ain't going to beat Ohio State in Columbus, <laughs> no. Espe- especially after what happened last year. And quite frankly, depending how Michigan State does to start the first half of the season, there is a good chance Michigan may not beat Michigan State in their own building this year. So, and so again, for Braylon Edwards, like Braylon Edwards should be more worried about his team because apparently that fan base thinks there's a quarterback controversy, which I don't know why they think that considering Kay McNamara got you a Big Ten championship into the playoff. That still blows my mind. But anyway, so. You know, Peyton Thorne, I, like, I'm with you, Tyler. Like, I thought, like, his turnovers, they weren't bad turnovers. But if you think about this, like, Peyton Thorne got the job done. And if you look at his TDs to interception ratio, he, had, he threw more touchdowns for the exception of the Michigan, uh, for the Michigan game. He threw more touchdowns in games than he did interceptions. And, I mean, look at the Pittsburgh game. Look at the drives he had in the Peach Bowl. I mean, those were some clutch drives. And that, that was when he first uh, wore the visor. So I hope Peyton gets to wear that for the rest of his career because I thought he looked, you know, I thought he looked pretty badass, you know, wearing that visor and his helmet, if I, might, <laughs> if, I, if I might say. But, like, you know, when, when, we, when Michigan State needed big scores, when Michigan State needed a big drive or a clutch drive, he got it done. And so for, for people, and not, not just Braylon and, and, and Armani, but, like, for any analyst to think that he's not a top three or a top four quarterback, I think is crazy, which is why, in my opinion, like, which is why I think he's going to have an incredible season because he's going to play with that chip on his shoulder. He's going to go out and prove to people, like, yeah, like, I belong in this conversation. And let's not forget, too, like, Connor Cook's senior year, 
it was all talk about JT Barrett. It was, all, it was all talk about Cardell Jones. There was no talk about Connor Cook. And Connor Cook went out and absolutely balled out and got Michigan State a conference title and got him to the playoffs. So, you know, even though, like, it's, it's, it's Mel Tucker's football program, that chip-on-the-shoulder mentality still lies within the hallways, you know, of the Scandalaris football building. So we, we do these – when we've been going over, we've been saying stuff like, hey, Michigan State has the best – or the – second or third best receiving room in the Big Ten, definitely behind Ohio State, potentially behind Michigan. Uh, we're not going to go into the room because hopefully there's just one guy playing the position all year, unless it's a blowout. Where do you rank Peyton Thorne as far as quarterbacks in the Big Ten? Honestly, I would put him at, um, I would put him at number three right now. I really nice. would. So I have to go out on a limb and guess CJ Stroud won. You know, obviously CJ Stroud is number one, definitely. Um, number two, and 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 I know some people may not like this, but you know, K McNamara, in my opinion, you know, is is sitting at number two right now, in my opinion, because I mean, if you look at what he did last year, he's he had really good numbers. He put Michigan in a spot to win in every single game. He beat Ohio State. He's coming back. So, yeah. I, I, you know, I would rank them in that order. Now, do I think that that two and three spot is closer than what people think it is? Absolutely. Like, it's – I mean, Kate McNamara and Peyton Thorne are not that far apart. If anything, they're probably neck and neck when it comes to everything else. So, at the end of the year, like, those two spots are going to change. But if you look at the rest of the Big Ten, like, I don't know who else, you know, you look at as far as quarterback goes, you know, that would be better than Peyton Thorne. Um, but- let, let me offer you a name because I've, I've got a tie, and McNamara's not a part of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Stroud's one. i got to tie it to, and that's Peyton Thorne and Aiden O'Connell. Ah, uh, yeah. I completely so, forgot about him. So that's one. Now, obviously, O'Connell lost David Bell. Peyton Thorne still has Jaden Reed, and he also has Trey Mosley, who just put up incredibly quiet numbers as great as he was and as sure-handed as he is. And he's also got Keon Coleman, who's going to step into the light a little bit. And so, obviously, his receiver room is better than O'Connell, so that may be something where uh, he gets a nod just because of the help that he has. But you look at it, I've, he also had K-9 last year, and that's a world changer for uh, how teams decide to prepare and load the box and everything else. So, I'm – I've got a tie there. McNamara, I'm just not – McNamara, I've gotten that four slot just because I got him behind O'Connell and Thorne just because I don't know if he's going to even be the quarterback. And I think it would be the dumbest thing in the world if he wasn't. But that, yeah, that, that, that's how I've got it uh, situated right now. You know, that two and three spot, uh, like you said, is interchangeable. I just got a different guy there. Um, I got the athletic AOC, if you will. Um, <laughs> going into uh, going into this, uh, what are some of the pros and the cons that you see in the general room? I think I think obviously, you know, for the pros, you know, I definitely think that you have you have four guys in that room that can play. You know, mm-hmm. whether whether it's Noah Kim, whether it's Peyton Thorne, whether it's Hamp Fay, 
Um, and then you ought to uh, refresh my memory here. Kaden Hauser. Yep, yep, who a lot of people are saying could be the next future big-time stud at Michigan State. So, I mean, they have, there are quarterbacks in that QB room who basically can all play and start, like, day one, uh, which is why I think, like, the backup, the backup uh, position for QB is going to be an interesting battle. Um, so, as far as the cons go, Tyler, I mean – I really don't I, – I think the only cons that are in that room is the experience behind Peyton Thorne. That's, yeah, the only that's what con, I got. That's the only con I could think of because, you know, Noah Kim, I mean, he played here and there, you know, when, during the blowout games last year whenever he got in. Um, Hamp Faye has yet to step on the field. And then, obviously, Kaden Hauser, you know, Hauser, like, he – Again, incoming freshman just got here in January. So uh, there's a lot of unproven experience behind Peyton Thorne. So, I mean, God, uh, God forbid, knock on wood, if something were to happen to Peyton Thorne and one of those guys come in, yeah, great, cool. Like, they're all ready to go. Like, they could start day one for Mel Tucker. But, like, the experience that they have yet to have in games, you know, that's why it's going to be important for Michigan State the first two weeks to take care of business against Western right away in the first half and just take care of business in the first half against Akron those first two weeks. So that way, one, you can rest your starters, but two, and Mel Tucker and even Coach D'Antonio, even, and this is a Tom Izzo thing too, you want to be able to get, you want to be able to get your freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors, guys who don't play a whole lot, you want to be able to give them the experience of playing just in case they need you down the road. So I really truly think that experience, lack of experience is probably the only con that's in that QB room right now. Yep, that, that, that's what I have too because I'm, I'm thinking Hauser is going to end up redshirting, but next year as a redshirt freshman, uh, he could take that starting job from Noah Kim. Ham Faye, I think, is just going to be one of those guys, kind of like a field day type that just sits there and waits his turn. You know, if you need him, you need him. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, absolutely. So I think that's a that's the route I'm taking. I think Kim's going to end up being the backup this season. Um, but you know, Hauser next Hauser in two years. Hey, the the job's yours more or less because I think Thorne isn't going to leave after this year. And as far as my pro goes, I think it's your starter can do everything. And what I mean by that is obviously he's mobile. He can throw the jump balls to Reed. He can throw the back shoulder throws to any other receiver. He's got the ability to make throws all over the field. You see him make out route throws. Um, you, the use of his tight end, the fact he can run. But the the reason why I picked it, and even though it's kind of a cop-out, is because I did not know he could throw the ball deep. No. Like when I, I mean, I don't know if you remember this, but I know a couple people who I talk to on the regular about this do is I used to sit there and beg and plead and beg and plead for Peyton Thorne before I even saw him step on the field over Rocky Lombardi before that first Rutgers game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he can do everything else, but he can't throw the ball deep. I think that's why Rocky kind of got the edge. I think Tucker wants to have that big play, whatever, um, during that first season. But, man, he can throw that deep ball, and it looks good. I mean, I don't think when he gets to the next level he's going to be that guy. But 
I, I love it at this level, and I think it's good enough to, you know, obviously change the tide. You look at that, what was it, that fourth and 15 against, 15 against Penn State in the snow, that throw to Reed, like that was a little bit of everything that was deep. It was in the corner. It was just perfect placement. I think that uh, he's got that ability. Um, I would like to see him be able to move in the pocket and then make the throw instead of just take off. Mm-hmm. where it breaks down. But other than that, yeah, I, I don't have many complaints about him. Uh, you know, I love it. I can't wait to see him play. I can't wait to see him develop. And well, Like I said, I, I've been on this wagon. I still think he's going to be here until uh, after sen- until his uh, senior year is done too. And I think that gets me even more excited about it because I don't think he's one of those guys who can who's going to be able to go pro after this year. I think he might be able to, but I don't think he's going to, if that makes any sense. Like, he, he won't be a first-round game throw. Why, why do it, you know? Right. And, and I think the other thing is, too, is Ty- the other thing, too, Tyler, is, you know, Michigan State has an incredible group of wide receivers, too. And obviously, you got, like, you've already touched on that. But, like, you know, the amount of weapons that Peyton Thorne is going to have this year, like, and the additions of, you know, the two transfer running backs they got too, which we, it'll be interesting seeing how those guys play out this year too. But, like, you know, Peyton Thorne, I mean, the, the ball he threw to Jalen Naylor to basically clinch the Miami game, that, 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 that was one of the – that was the most – I think that was his best thrown ball he had, like, one of his top best thrown balls he had last season. Obviously, there was a bunch of other ones that he had too, the Jaden Reed and – and Trey Mosley and everybody else, but like he could throw a good ball. And obviously, like the biggest thing with with Peyton Thorne and Rocky Lombardi, like you said, Rocky had a, Rocky had a good arm, but the problem was, you know, he was in the pocket too much. And where Peyton Thorne, he has that ability to scramble. So, I mean, I definitely think that you know Peyton, like basically, he has a chance to go down as one of the best, if not one of the great quarterbacks to ever be at Michigan State, if he can have a season that I think he's capable of having this year. Yeah, and don't forget, he might have two more seasons. <laughs> so I think Yeah, that's a good point. He, he's going to be in that discussion with Cousins and Cook when it's all said and done. And I mean, I don't even think that that's a question. Right, um, absolutely. He'll at least be the third best quarterback Michigan State's ever had, and hopefully you know, the best by the like I said, the time it's all said and done. It, Hey, I know uh, you got a heart out at uh, 4.30, which is totally fine, but that's why we only talked about one guy today. <laughs> well, that was, you know, I, I just let everybody, you know, dealer's choice type thing as far as, you know, what position group they want to talk about. We still got the offensive line, the defensive line, linebackers to cover. Might talk about special teams a little bit, maybe. Um, I think that show would be a little bit shorter. <laughs> this one, but... <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. You know, love it as always. Lots of good stuff. Um, no surprise. Peyton Thorne, looking like the starter at Michigan State this year, should be interesting. But <laughs> that does it for us. On the Trouble with the Snap podcast for Anthony Ianni, I am Tyler Hayward. Y'all have a good weekend.